When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Great, the greatest and most iconic matches in professional wrestling history. We've been going through Terry Funk, the faces of Funk against Jack Briscoe when he won the championship down in Florida, the empty arena match against Jerry Lawler, and now the other face of Funk, the one that most fans today know, the hardcore Terry Funk. We've got a match in a death match tournament. This occurred in August of 1995. And you had the IWA setting up a tournament, all death match type uh, matches, getting to a finale. Terry Funk has already wrestled against Leatherface, and he's going to face Jeet Singh, Tiger Jeet Singh, in the semifinals to see who goes on. And next week, we'll go over the match that people call the greatest death match of all time, and that is Cactus Jack versus Terry Funk in the finals. But this is a great piece of wrestling history, Tiger Jeet Singh versus Terry Funk. And Jerry, you knew all the faces of Funk. The hardcore one uh, came about a little bit later, but this shows how much, how hardcore Terry Funk can be. Well, I tell you, John, when I originally saw this match, and I and I can't put a date on it, but I, I said, I was like, holy shit, what happened to Terry Funk? Where, where did that Terry Funk that I knew come from? Where did this Terry Funk come from? But, uh, man. Hey, and word- by the way, here, here's Tiger Jeet Singh. What, look at this intro. Look at this entrance. Stan Hansen said he copied Jeet Singh on the, the energy he had coming to the ring. He'd come to the ring, he'd get that sword, and he would bash people. It was wild. Tiger Jeet Singh come to the ring. Jet Singh was was an international superstar back in the day there in the 60s and 70s. I mean, you know, he's an Indian guy, and he was drawing huge money in Canada. He had some of the biggest matches in Canadian history. And you come down to the old Sheik, the original Sheik in Detroit, and drew some huge houses over there. But he had this audience in Japan. And this, tell us about this organization a little bit, John, and how these matches came about. Sure. Well, Jeet Singh uh, made his name first with, uh, look at here, he's jumping a, a ringside, uh, one of the guys around ringside. Jeet Singh did this stuff all the time. He, he just had that out of control character. But he got into a grocery store fight way before Booker and Stone Cold did it uh, with Antonio Inoki. 
then Anoki ended up breaking his arm in a match and had this huge thing going back and forth. But that kind of set Singh off on this great run in Japan. He later tagged with uh, Mr. Weta, the blonde-haired uh, Japanese uh, heel, a terrific tag team. But then along came Onita with the FMW and the crazy hardcore stuff. So you remember you had Anoki, you had Bobby, Baba, then you had Tenru split off, then you had other groups. Well, Anita, when he split off, started up all the crazy barbed wire and hardcore stuff. And Jeet Singh, at that point, was toward the end of his career. But he had this incredible name, and this style was just made for Jeet Singh, as you can see. Can you imagine being a production assistant? Hey, wait, right, right there. Hey, Josh, run that back just about five seconds. This is where Terry Funk earlier had uh, gotten his head busted open. There he is busting his own head open again, just to get a little extra blood for those that are, those that are watching. Yeah. And like I said, can you imagine being a production assistant? All of a sudden your production manager comes up to you. He said, I want you to go to the local hardware store. I want, I need 50 yards of Bob wire. I need, I need 75 exploding <laughs> caps. I need 18 uh, fluorescent light bulbs. I mean, you know, what, <laughs> what do we got going on here? But Terry Funk uses them all there. But this is, the, once again, we talked about the versatility of Funk here. And this is, this shows a great versatility. Coming off that match you just saw last week where he won the NWA Heavyweight Championship from my brother and seeing uh, that great scientific match. And then you, we come right into this hardcore Terry Funk. This is what people remember Terry Funk. The reason we showed that other other matches, we wanted to show just how great Terry Funk is. Yeah, and this is also a big part of Japanese history. You know, Tiger Jeet Singh was, was a big draw in Japan. And at this point, he's uh, he's 51 years old, so he's not way past his prime, but he's he's past his, you know, his prime of, say, working with Anoki, the, the wrestling style. But he had such a big name that he could do this brawling and he could still draw money. Yeah, he and Wada were, were a good tag team at one point. Wada was a great old uh, heel, for those that don't know, in, in Japan. He is from uh, Kumamoto. Uh, in fact, one time we were down in Kumamoto, and he had every connection to the Yakuza there was, and he had been out for two or three days taking out sponsors and stuff. And we're in a match with James Beard, and Wada takes a bump off the apron, and James goes and checks on him. I said, how's Wada? He goes, he's asleep. Uh -huh. Wada. Wade had fallen asleep. He had, he had been up for two or three nights. So they finally woke Wade up, like right at the finish, because there's no reason to wake him up until then. He wasn't needed. And he came in and did the finish and then went out with the Yakuza again. And that Yakuza, that could keep you out all night. Now, everybody knows the size of Terry Funk, but look at the size of Jet Singh. He towers over Terry Funk. He was a huge man. I, I traveled with Jeet Singh some when I worked for uh, Kendall Nagasaki. And uh, Jeet Singh stayed in character 24-7. This was only a couple years before this match when I traveled with him. But he would get out and he would chase you know, fans around. He'd get his saber out. He always had his turban on. He always looked in character. I mean, it, it was uh, he, he held true to that character that he created. Even though this is an extreme hardcore match, look, I mean, he's he's telling the story here. He's going towards Terry Funk weaknesses already that he had in that Leatherface match. You know, the the eye that was cut, the the arm that was cut, and this right here, this started the trend of cutting your arms. 
I mean, yeah, terrible trick. Trick. I mean uh, D Dusty saw Terry's arm scars. I need some of those. And <laughs> when, once Dusty started it, the entire business started uh, ripping the arms off. <laughs> but look at the blood. You can see it dripping on Terry's tape there. This match, this match won't go down as one of the greatest matches in the world, but you know what? It drew a hell of a lot of money, and it, and we're still watching it today. Yeah, it's, you, it's, you, you and I might be the only ones watching, but we enjoy watching Terry Funk perform <laughs> like this. Yeah, because Funk is, there's nothing like Funk. I honestly think I could take this whole funk library and then just watch it and rewatch it and just loop it, you know, because it, it's so interesting to see the different stages of funk. You know, you mentioned uh, when we were off air in one of our shows that, that funk, they weren't convinced that he was going to be a great NWA champion. And then he ended up drawing quite a bit of money. But the reason they weren't convinced because he was crazy. They didn't know which Terry Funk they'd get, to tell you the truth. Terry's a crazy guy back then. He's still a crazy guy today, but he, yeah. was, he was even crazier back back in those days. And when he started that transformation from being Terry Funk into Cactus Jack and those hardcore characters. Look at Gene Singh do that old style cell. That old style, <laughs> man. It's timber. You know, Chainsaw Charlie's and all that stuff there. But Funk's still going for the wrestling hold, even though it won't do anything in this match. There's Jeet Singh going for that always there object in his boot. That foreign object. And with Jeet Singh, it was a foreign object, I guess. Unless they were in India. Yeah, those, those old timers, man, they buried those things. You saw him digging deep down in his, in his boot. That's how the old Sheik was, you know. He would dig down in that boot, and the people knew, but part of it was the suspense. What's he digging for, and what's it going to be, and what's he going to do? That's right. To bring and then you've always got the tease. Oh, here comes Cactus. Yeah. This sets up the finals. That's right. This sets up the finals. And there you have Funk with the one, two and a half. He got him. <laughs> and he got beat by his own sword. <laughs> that's right. Because <laughs> the sword works. That That's a Jeet Singh finish, by the way. The power yeah. of the sword. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeet Singh kicks out on two and three quarters and gets hit by, hit by his own sword. Terry bleeding like a pig here. Sets it up for him and him and uh, him and Mick. Yeah, and what they call the greatest uh, death match of all time. You know, I was there in Japan when they first Anita Anita first started doing all this stuff, and we were just amazed at how violent and how crazy these matches became. What years was this, John? By now, I was started in ninety one or ninety two, and I was there through ninety five before I started with WWE. So I was there about four years five years and uh, that's when Onita had first started getting uh doing his shows that's when I first started the work shoots also so these this is right this is right when this is right when after Anoki and Baba had uh you started seeing splinters from both groups coming out so these were the first hardcore companies first hardcore presentation I remember, you know, I used to go over to Japan back in the uh, in uh, in '69, late or late '60s and early '70s, and you'd see all these advertisements. Like, but then it was like 
mostly Thai or Kung Fu, you'll battle to the death. The only the only winner you battle till death, you know. So I, I but I never saw him. They said too violent for TV at that time. So later oh, on, they they went crazy at one point. I mean, crazy. They they were doing stuff that was they were getting people hurt and doing all kinds of exploding stuff. One guy they wanted to to touch him with a chainsaw. This guy had a chainsaw. Literally, they wanted <laughs> to cut his skin. You know, we we hear all this stuff and it was just insane. And these fans would come out to it, but it was kind of the the gore fest. You know, it wouldn't. I mean, I, you can't sustain that. I mean, to me, I to me, this deathmatch tournament is is too much. Yeah. You know, I understand where you do one or two, but you do the whole show. You know, that's why wrestling, you know, we always say it's a variety show. You got something for everybody. You got something for your hardcore guys. You got something for your violent guys. But you also got something for your kids and your families. And you got something for the people that like comedy. You know, when you just have all blood and gore, and to, to me, it's, it's just too much. I asked, I asked Mick and, uh, and Terry one time, I said, okay, I got to know this thing. You know how um, we all said, set in a dressing room and we, we come up with the content of the match, you know, where it goes and all this. I said, okay, I want to know what, what, what book did you pull out? What research guy did you pull out to plan these hardcore matches? Well, you know, back in that 1936, oh, uh, Ed Stringer Lewis went through a bed of flying, uh, a, a, a glass pane and shattered the glass. And then he got picked up and slammed through a mattress on fire. I said, there was no research for this. Well, you, you two, you two goofball just come up for it on the fly. And basically that's what they did. Yeah. Two very creative guys. You know, Mick Foley and Cactus. Uh, Mick Foley and Terry. Yeah, both of those guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, both Mick Foley and Cactus. Along with Mankind and, uh, and That's Dude right, Mankind, yeah. <laughs> and all of them. And do Love. <laughs> They're just creative guys, and they came up with all this crazy stuff. I just I just think at one point it's too much. I mean, you go through a flaming table, and it's a shocker. But if you have a flaming table after a flaming table after a flaming table off of big uh, three flaming tables at the end, it's just, you know, it gets to be too much. And and the repetition of it too, you know, I got wherever match and in this particular night, every match. I mean, how many varieties can you do? You know, to... Right. It's like when you do cable and somebody wants to drop the f f bomb. You know, I get it. Occasionally, you know, people it's shocking or maybe it serves a point or whatever else. But if you do it all the time, people just become desensitized to it. And at some point, it's it's just too much. It's like getting color. You know, I get it. I no issue with that. I did it. 100 or 200 times but you got to do it at the right time and you can't just do it needlessly just to make a match gory and which a lot of people did you know in some of the smaller smaller territories and everything i think control of, of the blood was one of the better things that happened in our business to myself yeah i do too there's an interesting time during that period of in Japan, because you were starting to see some of the work shoots, you're starting to see pancreas come in, you're starting to see the legit shoots, uh, you know, with pancreas and, uh, and other groups. And then you also had the hardcore guys and you had your, your also your really old school wrestling guys. It was really a, an incredible time. There's at one point, 20 something companies in Japan, all trying to vie for uh, an island, a series of islands that is not that big. Well, John, what do we got coming up next? Uh, with this best of the best. Hey, next we talk about hardcore. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen this. I watched a little bit of it getting ready for this show. The death match between Terry Funk and Cactus Jack. 
This is shocking. It's so violent. It's crazy. I got an exploding ring that's going to blow up at uh, 10 minutes. They've got all these different C4 explosives in the ring, barbed wire everywhere. And they say it's the greatest death match of all time. I think it is too. Those two guys could do it. I'm glad that if I could, I never figured out I could. I'm glad you didn't, but do we can find that on story with Briscoe and Bradshaw on any, anywhere you get your, your, your podcasts and, uh, and don't forget podcast heat and all, all of our friends with podcast heat there. And we want to throw out a special, uh, thank you to Josh. Josh has helped us produce this show where you and I, I mean, God would still be on step one. We'd be like <laughs> Bill laughter and Stan Hansen. Which you've called me both today. <laughs> That's exactly right. So Josh, Josh is a Josh is our man. Josh, along with Dave Civil, we are well taken care of, Mr. Chris. The stud Carino. muffin you're talking about. The Dave. stud muffin, Dave Silva. These are the two best guys in the business taking care of us, and we're glad that they're here. And you can catch all of our stuff, as Mr. Briscoe said, on our YouTube channel, wherever you get your podcast. Best of the best is the series, all these matches, and our an analyzing these matches all on our YouTube site. Thanks for joining us. Just leave us some comments. <laughs>